Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spiritualist Academy podcast. I'm your host Oliver Carpenter Beale and this time we're going to be looking at symbolic evidence. Okay, so within evidential mediumship, there is a type of evidence that seems to be used quite worldwide in many different ways by many different people, and that's that of symbolic evidence. So what do we mean by symbolic? We mean one thing meaning another, so the use of symbols in other words. Also, there's the use of similes, which can be used as well. Again, all symbolic, and even a simile is being used as a symbol. So it's like a whole paragraph or a sentence used to denote something else. What do I mean by that? So what is symbols and symbolic evidence within mediumship? I see a lot on Facebook about people asking how they can up their internal symbols and their internal symbolism for mediumship. And personally, I don't understand it. I mean, I can understand the concept and I can understand to a certain extent, but it's not something that I do and it's not something that I try to do, not unless I'm in a training course or something along those lines. But what these people do is they go out of their way to do mediumship and try to spot something and then say, right, the next time I see that, I know that that will mean such and such. So if they're talking about someone's grandmother and they see, say, an apron, um, you know, just a random old apron, could be anywhere, not necessarily on the grandmother, not even in the kitchen, but if they just see like a, a flash or a picture of an apron, they then know that someone's grandmother used to bake or they used to cook or they used to spend time in the kitchen. So when they see that, they then go, right, OK, so apron means this. And they go on to do a lot of other things. So if they see, say, a plane, uh, that would mean travel. If they see a car, that would mean local travel. Uh, and you also hear mediums say other things, such as if I'm seeing a spirit to my left, that means they're on mother's side. If I see them to the right, that means they're on the father's side. And um, they're basically using all these symbolisms to get the information that they want or need for the reading. Now, I find it quite weird. I know to many, to many, it's not weird, and that's exactly how they work. How I work has always been very different to that. Maybe it's because I use claircognizance a lot, uh, along with clairsentience with all the other clairs, but normally when I'm shown something, I know why I'm being shown it. Now, like I say, that could be the claircognizance kicking in. So if I'm seeing a grandmother, I wouldn't necessarily see an apron, but what I would see is the grandmother in the kitchen. Or I would see the grandmother wearing an apron. And even if I'm not seeing a kitchen or anything else like that, I would know that it's because she was a home baker. Or I would know that she worked in a bakery. Or I would just know that she worked in, um, I don't know, like a mass-producing bakery or a cook or made sandwiches or was a dinner lady or did this, did that. I would just know that information even though what I'm seeing is just a lady wearing an apron. I would just know the information. I wouldn't have to ask for it. I would just be given it. So the people with the symbolism, I'm guessing, are people that don't do or don't have the claircognizant side of their mediumship. Or even clairsentience. I mean, you can get a feeling that, that they do a certain thing. Um, 
So yeah, in that respect, I can understand it. If they don't have claircognizance or the clairsentience to know or understand what the person is trying to show them, then yes, I can understand the need. But I'm just saying, me personally, I find it strange. <laughs> um, one of the people that I was training not too long ago, and I was taking them through certain things, they were telling me that they are a symbolic medium. So I asked them to elaborate, and she said everything that she gets is symbolic. Absolutely everything is through symbols. So I asked her to explain what she meant. She said um, when she has a spirit come through, uh, like I say, it's um, it's either on the left or the right to mean certain things. It's either in this colour or that colour to mean something else. It could be higher or lower, depending on something else. And she also said sometimes she sees you know, images with the person, which means something else. To me, that sounds really hard. I mean, it sounds like a lot of work, like a real, real lot of work. Because if it's not you just understanding what you're being shown and being given, or what you feel, and you're just understanding it, this is actually you using your your the front of your mind to actually work it out. And that sounds really hard. Because in, in my the way that I do it, my way, I, I will say, I would just start calling it my way, even though obviously it's not my way. But if I say my way, it's almost like the whole processing is done on another level. So let's say my brain is a processor and it's almost as if there's a processor before it. So let's say it's my subconscious or it could even be my superconscious or my spirit conscious with another processor. It's almost as if the processing is done elsewhere and then just injected straight into my storage and then I can blurt it out. But their way is they have to get these little tidbits of information and literally work it out for themselves. I mean, that sounds really difficult. Now, one thing that I have done, not on purpose, but what I've realized was happening is Spirit has actually given me similes. So again, symbolic things that mean something else. But they tell me like little stories. So then I'm there normally telling the person in front of me this story that the spirit's taken me down for it to not actually mean anything at all to them. And they're looking at me puzzled. Then right at the end, the spirit tells me this is because of such and such. And then I'm like, oh, now I see. Right. He's told me this because of such and such. Let's see if I can think of an example of this. Um, um, so, OK, so an example could be um, they're showing you in a shop and in a park and at home and you're completely on your own you find it very strange that no one else is around and this was at a time when you needed someone and the person in front of me obviously this is all hypothetical but the person in front of me would be like you what you what and then the spirit would be like because they're lonely and then it's you know penny drop moment you know they feel alone they feel isolated and um you know i mean it works but personally, I don't like it because I would rather the spirit said to me, they feel quite lonely, they feel quite isolated, rather than go through this whole rigmarole. But then I guess it comes down to how the spirit is trying to get the point across. Maybe it's a way for them to understand it as well as the person in front of me. Or maybe it's all my fault and it's just that I'm not interpreting the information correctly. So I'm seeing bits and bobs around the subject but not the actual subject itself so it could be all my fault now one thing that i have been told and i have actually used in the past with symbolism and symbolic mediumship is um, that it can be quite good if you are 
low in energy you know you feel quite drained you've had a busy day you're completely tired out but you've got a demonstration or you've got a reading book and that sort of thing and you're or you're giving someone a reading you know you're really in it and then suddenly it's like your power drops because you're tired but you've got to finish the reading so what you can do is go for the symbolism so rather than using your your power you're just getting little bits and bobs through your power from the spirit so you could be getting symbolic uh, picture of a car uh, and then you can then start expressing what that would mean using your symbol method so then it's not using so much of your power yeah the types of other symbolic things that you can see that i know people do and that i've been told to try out and things but to be honest with you i haven't done it only when you know in circles and in trainings and things like this is um to find the relationship between the spirit and the person that you are reading for or giving a message to uh, you can ask the spirit for the relationship but you can see it in a way that makes sense to you um, in relation to your family so let's say their mother so you would actually see in your head your own mother or let's say it's their granddad you will see your granddad but you will see your granddad on your mother or father's side. Therefore, you know that it's their grandfather on mother or father's side. Um, you can also see other things, such as seeing your own garden when it's kept really nice. And, you know, it's at a point when you think that's really good. You know, symbolically, that could be that this spirit liked gardening and took great care of their garden. You know, these are all types of symbolism. Um, it's the same with seeing your favorite car or your bike again. It's all symbolic from the spirit. But yeah, like I say, it's not something that I like to use much. It's more of something that if I have to, then I do. You know, in the past few years, I haven't needed to. It's just every now and then those little stories come out and I don't know what they're about. And I don't know what they're for until the very end I'm told, oh, this is because of. And then to be honest with you, I get a bit annoyed, but there we go. Purely because I've made the effort to translate this whole story, try and get it almost word perfect because I know it means something and I think it means something really good. And then right at the end, I'm told it doesn't mean anything what you thought it means. It's not word for word. It is symbolic. It's a simile. You know, it's a metaphor or something like that. It's not the actual thing that you're getting. And that is quite frustrating because they really could have just told me exactly what they wanted to say at that point i think what i would like to do is go back to what i was saying just now about the symbolic evidence being quite hard but it's also quite a contradiction saying that you can use symbolic evidence when you're finding mediumship quite hard so when your power's low and you're you're tired out because you would think that if your power's low you would want to do some mediumship that's quite easy well what i actually meant was that the mediumship that you're getting through is very quick, short and sharp, very to the point. But it's so quick that all you're getting is a symbol. So it's almost if you are using clairvoyance, you are seeing an image of blah, and therefore there's nothing, no other information, no claircognizance, no clairsentience, no smell, no nothing, literally just the picture. And then it's up to your brain, your head, you, to think about it and translate it as to what it could possibly mean. And I would hope at that point, whether you've got it right or wrong with what you've said, then spirit would tell you whether you're right or wrong. Because obviously if you're wrong, you're going to have to straight away say, no, sorry, that's not right. Let me try again. It's it's this. No, that's not right. It's that. You know, which doesn't sound good if you're on platform. But if you're running out of energy and you still manage to get it right in the end, that's fine. Just don't keep going and keep going, getting it wrong and wrong and wrong. 
I mean, if that's the case, you really should just um, maybe say, well, thank you for working with me. I'm I'm clearly a bit tired. And then move on. Either move on to the next person. I don't like to say you should stop at that point, but mediumship for mediumship's sake, you probably should, but I don't like the idea. Maybe stop and do something else for a little time. Go and have a drink. Say, um, would you mind if we um, sang an extra song just so that I can rest a little bit or build up some power a little bit? Feeling a bit tired. I've done this, that and the other today. Um, you know, it's something along those lines for the congregation. It's not nice to just suddenly, you know, you've still got 20 minutes to go. And they say, oh, I'm done now. I need to stop and then go and sit down. That does happen. does happen. And to be honest with you, it happens more and more and it's so annoying for me chairing or for whoever's chairing and the people in the congregation it's not nice at all it's um you know it's almost it makes you think are people going to ask for their money back because they um you know they they pay or make a donation to come in and they haven't got their full evening their full hour and a half to two hours whatever it may be it all depends on your church people that really want a message or need a message haven't got one but the medium just says, nope, can't do it, and sits down. That's not the way to do it. It's very unprofessional, and it's not good. Instead, you could always say to them, I'm going to do something else instead. Now, it may not be messages. It may be answering questions. But um, you're not using your mediumship at that point. You are using your own mind and your own knowledge. You could be giving philosophy. Um, but again, even with a philosophy, you, you should be tuned in at that point. Not necessarily, you know, inverted commas, channeling spirit, inspirationally, but um, you should be fairly tuned in just so that you're on the right track. So I really hope I've managed to explain symbolic evidence to you. I really do. It's a tricky one for me, purely because I tend not to use it and don't like to use it. But there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. I mean, if it works for you, do it. Do it all the time. I mean, if it works and it works well, the evidence is good. You're getting all the yeses in the right places. The messages are from spirit, they're not psychic. Then, by all means, carry on doing it. And if you find it quite easy, just go ahead and do it. But it's purely just not one for me, I would say. I, w I would almost say I can't do it, but I, I can. I know I can, because I do. But I don't like to. But that's just me, like I say. As for exercises within symbolic evidence, I would say what you need to do is set the intention before you start doing your exercise that you want to receive it as a symbol or a symbolic way or something that symbolizes the answer or the reading. Now, the first time I ever did symbolic evidence was actually in a class and I'd never heard of it before. This was the very first time I'd heard of it. And they asked us to do just that. Now, when I got in front of this lady, she was from another country. I honestly can't remember which country it was. But what I, I said to her was, I don't understand what I'm seeing. So I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't think I'm doing it right. Because at the very start of the, the thing, we had to, you know, find the communicator, this, that and the other in the normal way and then go for the symbolic evidence. So we discovered that this was her brother, I think it was. And then I went on to the symbolism side. And I said, I, I honestly don't understand what I'm getting. I'm just going to have to tell you what I'm seeing and go from there. Because at the time I had no idea. And I wasn't having any claircognizance, no clairsentience, nothing else whatsoever. It was literally just clairvoyance. And I said to her, I'm seeing a road traffic sign 
and I said there is a snowflake and a car and I said I honestly have no idea what it means and she said well I do I went really and she said the person that you have it may have been a brother she said my brother used to drive a plow and she said so that is absolutely fantastic and I thought oh so this does work I said but it worked because she understood the symbolism but the trouble is I didn't so in my head I didn't understand it therefore I didn't like it uh, I like to understand and know what is going on at every aspect so yeah but I'm very happy that she managed to take it and she knew that what was given was correct and and all that but it's yeah it's not for me I'm gonna stop there I think I just hope you understand what I've been trying to say that's the most important thing is that symbolic evidence is using symbolism similes and metaphors from spirit that's it in a nutshell so thank you for listening bless you all my love to you all and I'll talk to you next time goodbye